Welcome to the Unlimited Life podcast. Together, Teresa Shaver and Zara Mahoon are going to talk about the law of attraction and its application into our lives. We want to have an unlimited life, and we hope that you do too. Stay tuned for the episode. Earlier when we were talking about manifestation, we said one of the things we needed to do was to detach. So I'd love you to tell me how that works. And what do we mean by detach? Detach from what? I think the word attachment, detachment, and all these words that we've come up with in order to explain what we are really talking about, none of them is really explanatory. What do I want to say? I want to give a detailed, in-depth explanation of how things work so that these words that we use, the terminology that we use, starts making sense. It's not really about detachment or attachment, because if you want something, how can you be detached from it? It's not possible. If you want something and you really, really badly want it, how can you not be attached to it? It's not really possible. What we're really saying is, when you give birth to a desire, and especially when it's a desire that you really, really want, it, there's lots of depth to it. It's something that you really, really must have in your life. If it's not happening, then it's not happening for just one reason. And that reason is you've got other thoughts. And remember that beliefs are just a thought. So you've got other thoughts or beliefs that are blocking it. So attachment is not really the problem. It's the belief that's the problem. If I want something, I'm attached to it, right? But if I have a belief that intervenes with it, that belief is the problem. So the reason we say detach from this thing is because when you detach from it, you also detach from the beliefs that are intervening and causing the blockage. Because when you put your attention on something, you activate everything that's attached to it. So all your beliefs become active when you're thinking about something, even though those beliefs are not really in the forefront. So we say they're in your subconscious mind. But soon as you bring up the subject, you activate all those beliefs. I'll give you an example from my own life. And that is one of the things that I did when I was working on changing my financial situation was that I stopped using the word money. I wanted more money, but I stopped using the word money because I understood that when every time in my day when I use the word money, I also activate all the negative beliefs that I have around money and trying to dig up those beliefs in order to find them and work on them is very difficult because a lot of times you don't even realize that you have a belief. If we were aware of all the negative beliefs that we had, you'd think we'd take a broom and get rid of them. The reason, the reason those negative beliefs continue to exist is because we don't know what they are. And that's why we say that they reside in our subconscious. What we really want to say is that we have no idea what they are and where they're hiding. So the way to allow ourselves to get to the end result that we want is to bypass all those negative beliefs. And if you want to bypass them because you don't know where to find them, you don't know how to deal with them, so you want to go around them. And the only way to go around them is by shifting your focus from the thing that you want 
on to something different. Shifting your attention is the process of detachment. Attachment to the outcome means that I keep thinking about this thing that I want. And because I keep thinking about this thing that I want, I keep activating the beliefs that are not letting me get to it. And so the only way I have of getting to it is by not thinking about it. It seems counterintuitive because we are taught from the day we start thinking and going to school, we are taught that the way to deal with a problem is to think about it in order to find the solution. And that works really well for those problems where we don't have any negative beliefs getting in the way. So for example, if Einstein was thinking about the theory of relativity, he didn't have any negative beliefs in the way, so he found the answer. His life didn't depend on it. At least that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I haven't had a conversation with him. But I'm going to say that it was he didn't have any negative beliefs, so he found the answer. And a lot of times when someone else asks you a question, you're able to give them good advice because you don't have any negative beliefs attached to their situation. That's why coaches work. Yes, that's why coaches work, because coaches are not embroiled in your day-to-day -day life and they don't have the negative beliefs that you have, so they're able to help you over that hump. And, and so that's what this whole issue of attachment, detachment is all about. It's about not knowing where those negative beliefs are hiding, and because we don't know where they're hiding, we can't deal with them. So a better way is, it is a longer way because we have to go around these beliefs. So if I want money, for example, or if I want a relationship, relationship, this really comes up in relationships. I coach so many people who tell me it's that person's era. I just want that person. I don't want to think about the possibility that there's anyone else out there for me. That is the person. But now they have all these intervening beliefs. And those beliefs are not necessarily with respect to that person. Those beliefs can be about what they saw happen in their parents' relationship or other relationships or what they saw happening on TV or in movies with respect to a relationship. And they accepted all these ideas. They said yes to all these ideas. They were open to these ideas. And they made them a part of their system and they don't even know it. Because, I mean, think about it. You go to watch a movie, you have a good time, and you don't think about all the beliefs that that movie had in it that you now are coming away with. And if you talk about these things to other friends, so you'd say, oh, I saw this movie last night and this is what happened in it. Now you've made that belief stronger and you don't even know that you've done that because you think you're talking about the movie, but actually what you're doing is you're creating beliefs in your life. And those beliefs hold you hostage, you don't even know it. So just because maybe your parents had, when you were little, your parents had a huge argument and things were thrown around and, and now you've got that fear inside you. So now you've got a belief about how people interact inside you. It's going to play out somewhere. But you think it was a childhood memory, you've forgotten about it, but it's still there. That's why we say these things are in our subconscious mind is because even though we are not in that situation anymore, we're still hanging on to that idea. We accepted it, now it's part of us. So this is how negative beliefs are formed. They are born silently without our knowing it, and I call them thought viruses because they are really like a virus. You know how uh, when we get sick, we get the flu or something, we get a virus. We never know when the virus enters us. You know, it doesn't ring the doorbell and say, can I enter? Because if it did that, we would never let it enter. 
It just enters silently without our knowing. And that's how we let thought viruses Thoughts that other people have thought that are negative, that we have paid attention to, we have allowed them into our minds, our subconscious minds. And now they are hiding there, waiting to act. And they act soon as we give birth to a desire that has anything to do with this belief, this thought virus. Anything that has to do with it will activate it. Negatively or positively? Both. So I could have a thought enter into my system that says marriage is necessary. You can't live outside. You can't cohabit outside a marriage, right? And now I fall in love with this person and they are wonderful, but they don't want that stamp. So now I'm in conflict because as a child, it was drummed into me that you don't cohabit outside marriage. So now I feel bad even though I love this person. So there's something inside me that feels bad about this situation. And now I start trying to convince them about marriage, right? And they try and convince me that, no, it's not required. So a perfectly good relationship goes sideways because we're both arguing for our beliefs. Just an example. And that's where attachment comes in as well, because, because I have this belief that marriage is the only right way. Now that has become my roadblock as well. It's my belief. But it didn't show up until I got to that place. I triggered it. And a lot of times I I see this happening with couples who get together and after they get together and have children, now they discover suddenly that their parenting strategies are totally opposite. And they don't agree on how to deal with their kids and it creates all sorts of issues in their marriage. But they never knew that those beliefs were there to start with. If they had known, they would have talked about them, right? But they didn't know because those beliefs were hiding and they were not triggered until they got to that stage in life. Makes great sense. So when that happens, what you should do is let the universe figure out the path without you trying to figure it out. Because the more you try to figure it out, the bigger you make this belief because you're feeding it with your energy and the bigger the belief becomes, then the harder it is for you to knock it down. That's why when a coach enters the picture, they're looking at it from a different perspective. And so the role of a coach is to help you look at things from a different perspective. And I always give this analogy, and maybe it will be helpful to those who are listening and watching, is that if you have windows in your home and one window faces a beautiful valley and the other window faces a busy highway, you go to work and you tell your co-workers, oh, I live in this beautiful place. I look out my window and there's a beautiful forest and a valley and there's mountains. So your co-workers come over to your place and they don't know this window exists because it's the window in your bedroom. They go and look out of the window in your living room and all they see is a highway. It's a different perspective, right? They're going to think, okay, what were you talking about? You have to then take them physically to the other window in your home to say, no, look at this perspective. It's always a matter of perspective. Nobody is right or wrong. Everything that you desire, you are worthy of. You just need to look out of a different window and adopt a different perspective in order for it to work and leave the nitty gritty of it to the universe. So when people disagree, they both really want harmony, but one of them is trying to convince the other one to go their way. And if they just stop trying to convince each other and leave it up to the universe, what they're doing is they're giving up attachment. 
And when you give up attachment, you are now allowing the universe to take you around your negative beliefs to the harmony that you're actually wanting. And that's why giving up attachment to the outcome, detaching from the desire is helpful. It's helpful in those instances where you have beliefs that become a problem, that intervene. Make right. sense? So to wrap up this episode, I would say that your homework is to have a look or notice if you see any of those beliefs and then to detach from them. I would like to add to that, that if you've been wanting something for a while and it has not manifested for you, the reason it has not manifested for you is because you do have beliefs. It's just that you can't see them because they're invisible and they're hiding and they haven't been, you know, you're triggering them every time that you look at the situation. So that's where actually the heart and mind alignment method is really helpful because that's what it works on. It works on helping you to find out what's hiding in your subconscious, dealing with it and moving on so that now everything that you've put into vibrational existence can become manifest. It teaches you how to give up attachment you're not giving up the desire by giving up attachment. A lot of times people think that if I stop thinking about this thing that I want, then I'm giving up my desire for it. But that's not the case. You can never give up your desire as we said when we first started. Giving up attachment does not mean giving up the desire. It just means I'm going to not think about it so that it can come about, so right. that it can manifest. So I'll just tell our audience heart and mind alignment method is a course that Zara has just launched and uh, she has a great price for this course it will be in the show notes so sign up it comes with a physical workbook and i think you'll love the course so thank you and we'll see you on the next episode perfect thank you mm -hmm.